Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Here's this week's message. This morning we continue our journey towards Christmas here, and we look at Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. This is the story of Joseph. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. It's the word of our Lord today. We are in the third Sunday of Advent here, and we're looking at Christ is born of Mary. But I want to focus on the story of Joseph here this morning and what I call Christmas courage. See, when I think of courage today, I think of the men and women who risked and sacrificed their lives on September 11th. They raced into the building to save others. And after the towers fell, they risked their lives searching through the rubble, looking for survivors, being aware that there could be more collapses. But there's a story of courage that took place at the first Christmas. And we often miss it because our focus is on a young mother and a baby. But the character I want us to focus on this morning was in the story too. He heard firsthand that his bride-to-be was pregnant and it was not his child. He experienced a personal message from God because the extraordinary event. He stood by the manger where the baby was laid. He provided protection for the mother and child during the early years of the child's life. The man's name, of course, is Joseph. What can we learn about him this morning? Well, first we see that God gives courage to ordinary people. In the midst of the story of the miraculous birth of Jesus, we find an ordinary man by the name of Joseph. Many of us don't view biblical characters as ordinary, do we? Many times we attribute to them almost superhuman-like powers. That is not the case. They were people just like you and me. They had problems. They had fears. They had doubts. They had worries, just like you and I do. Yet God is able to use them. In fact, that's a, that's a major theme of the Bible. God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. 
Look at how Paul states this fact in 1 Corinthians. This is a translation from the message. Take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. I don't see many of the brightest and the best among you. Not many influential, not many from high society families. Isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses? Chose these nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies? That makes it quite clear that none of you can get by with blowing your own horn before God. And that's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26 to 29 in the message. See, Joseph was an ordinary man. He was probably a craftsman, a carpenter, a woodworker. No doubt he worked hard for a living and was probably not financially rich. But he was a man of God. And he was a man that God could trust to be strong in the, the midst of a crisis. He was strong and resilient enough to protect his family. Matthew says it this way, he was a just man. In other words, he was a man of honor. Did he have concerns? Yes, but he was a man. As the scriptures tell us, that was just. He is still an example of faith today. Joseph was an ordinary man. Yes, he was a just man. And what that means is he displayed moral courage. He displayed the character of God in his own life. That's tough to do sometimes, isn't it? He did the right thing and obeyed God. Not worrying about what society thought. That's moral courage. He was courageous for sure. Second, God gives us courage to overcome our doubts and our fears. The news of Mary's pregnancy created a couple of problems for Joseph. At first, he did not want to go through with the marriage because he was a righteous man. He was concerned about doing what was morally and ethically right according to God's law. He was further troubled by the way to treat Mary to protect her from shame and embarrassment on the pregnancy. We can only imagine how Joseph must have felt when he found out that Mary was pregnant. His natural response would have been that she had been unfaithful to him. He knew the child was not his, so that's the only other option. She must have been unfaithful. What kind of emotions do you think he would have? Similar to most of us. Shock, disappointment, embarrassment, sorrow. Anger, probably a mixture of all those. Yet Joseph's character enabled him to keep his emotions in check. He accepted the difficult consequences of God's will for their lives. His love for God and for Mary compelled him to seek a way to protect her. And we know what scripture says. And above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. We get that from 1 Peter chapter 4. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Get that from Galatians chapter 5. 
Joseph faced down his own emotions and courageously chose to protect Mary. Can you imagine rumors that must have been spread through the community? Our neighbors would have thought they'd broken the law. No doubt he, he must have suffered from the lies and those innuendos of the crude gossipers. Joseph was steadfast in his faith. He probably didn't understand the fullness of God's plan, but he followed it out of faith and knew that it was the right thing to do. It is always the right time to do the right thing. As Joseph was thinking about what to do, an angel appeared to him in a dream and reassured him and gave him instructions. Can you imagine the feelings of amazement, relief, and gratitude that he must have had after waking up? Not only was he going to still marry the woman he loved, but he would have the honor and privilege of raising God's son. God gives us the courage to face our own doubts and fears, and also the rumors of others. Joseph was faithful and did what God commanded. And the third and final point I want to leave you with this morning is the fact that God gives us courage to face the future. In the case of Joseph, he was given a vision, a dream to help reinforce his faith. He knew the neighbor's opinion of him would change. He knew the rumors would be flying, but he also knew that God had spoke to him in a special way. Does God always give a vision to people? No. No, he doesn't. But you know what he always will do? If you are a Christian, if you have accepted Jesus as your Savior, if you have the Holy Spirit living inside you, he will never, ever leave you or forsake you. He will always be there. That is a promise. And, and we read that in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This fact gives us the courage to face the unknown. If God is for us, who can be against us? Romans chapter 8, verse 31. When we face doubts, when we face fears, when we face an uncertain future, we are tempted to simply avoid them. We like our comfort zones. If we are approaching an area of the unknown, we try to find another way around or to make a U-turn to avoid it. We are afraid of the things that might be out there. There might be bullies. There might be rumors and teasing. There might be hardships and struggles. But it is only on a journey through this world that we will reach the promised land. And when we make the journey, God will be with us because God gives us courage, God, because God gives courage to ordinary people like you and me. God gives courage to face our doubts and fears. God gives courage to face the future. Our journey is of faith, worship, and love. Be a changed person. Trust in God. Believe in Him. No matter what you are going through, He will be there with you. We need to believe that. Let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Give us courage this week as we face our fears and doubts about the future. Strengthen us to serve you with our lives. Help us to remember that you are always with us, guiding us along life's challenges. Give us the faith we need to remember that you are in control of not only our lives, but the entire world. And it's in Jesus' precious name that we pray and give thanks. Amen.